Hello and welcome back to Prosperity by Design. Today we are going to talk about consistency and I feel like consistency has kind of gotten a bad rap in the last couple of years and literally by the last couple of years I mean like in the last year and a half. So today what we're going to do is we're going to define consistency, we're going to break it down, I'm going to talk about a couple of personal examples while we're going through all of that. And then what we're going to do is we're going to dive a little bit deeper. We're going to talk about why consistency is important online. And we're also going to talk about why it's become this kind of like taboo topic more or less. And we're going to go through a perspective shift when we talk about, you know, the tabooness that it's kind of acquired since then. So, um... That is going to be like the first three topics. And then from there, what we're going to do is we're going to talk about ways to be more consistent in 2024 going forward. And then we're going to wrap things up in the episode. So just to kind of go through each bulleted item, one thing at a time, consistency is, let's just define it. So if you were to Google consistency and you were to go through the definition, like, let's just do it right now. Let's literally go on to Google because, like, why not? Consistency. And then I can give you the actual Google definition. And consistency is conformity, the application of something, typically that which is necessary in the sake of logic, accuracy, and fairness, the way in which a substance, typically a liquid, holds together thickness and or viscosity. So that obviously we're not talking about a liquid, but we are talking about the application of something which is necessary for the sake of logic, accuracy, and fairness. And I think that it's really important to capture that here because a lot of times people are going to discount logic in the online space because they always like to talk about how people are buying on emotion and that is true okay people do buy on emotion but the the reason why it's not given enough credit is because it has everything to do with logic and it's got nothing to do with the highlight reel it's got nothing to do with emotion And so that's why consistency has been getting, I feel like, such a bad rap. But that's not to say that it's not important. It is extremely important in most cases. And so I want to go through a couple of personal examples. And, like, don't get me wrong, I am going to be calling myself out. And I'm also going to be explaining to you in these personal examples why it's so important to be consistent. And so I'm just going to go right now because this is the top of mind right now. I went to an event out in California about two weeks ago and they had a panel of seven figure business owners and they've made multiple seven figures over their past however many years, like five years or whatever, right? And all of these business owners, one of the questions that they received was, you know, like, what does your typical day-to-day look like? And one of the business owners in particular answered that question and she said, you know, my business, like my day-to-day routine is really boring. It's like a lot of the same. It's consistently a lot of the same and it's a lot of really boring. And she's like, don't get me wrong. I still do all of my social media and I still have to make it look exciting and I still have to make it look like, you know, all of this stuff is happening, but I don't do all of those things anymore. I do a lot of the same kind of routine actions and tasks. And there's a reason for that because systems get put into place so that you can make that kind of money. And so I, I, I bring that up because that's how you get to that level of success by introducing that routine, monotonous kind of 
system or those routine actions because that's going to get you where you want to go. So like, yes, consistency and logic is boring, but it's going to get you where you want to go if you're looking for that kind of level of business, right? So like if you're looking to hit a million dollars plus a year, consistency is going to get you there because the easier you can automate something and the easier, like the more repeatable you make a process, the easier and more automated it then becomes and you just do it on repeat. You just rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat all the time. Okay. And so ultimately, like, uh, again, I'm going to call myself out because this is really important when you have like a shiny object syndrome and you're going after multiple different things and you're trying to do multiple different things, then what happens is you start to get lost in the sauce. Okay. There's too much going on. And when you get to a point of like, okay, you've done this process enough, you can automate it and hand it off. That's when you can introduce a new thing. Let's just take for an example. I was doing e-commerce for a little while and then I wanted to go more into coaching. And so I was introducing group programs and I was introducing, um, you know, like these like week long trainings. And instead of me just making e-commerce, like building it to a point and then handing it off and then going into group programs, it was like I did e-commerce and then after like that quarter, I went in the next quarter to doing group programs and then in the next quarter to doing live workshops. And it was just too much too soon. Instead, if I just took the year to build up the e-commerce side of the business to a specific point and then I was like, okay, now the next thing I want to do in the following year is to do a group program on how I did that and then spend the year perfecting that like and of course perfection is like a loaded word but you understand what I'm saying like working on one thing at a time with time as my ally instead of being like against time then it would have been a lot easier to a break down b build up to a specific point of success that I wanted for myself and C, get the results that I was looking for a lot faster than obviously what I was able to achieve. So that's kind of what I want to talk about in terms of like consistency, breaking it down and giving you personal examples. Now I'm going to talk about, now this is the next topic here, why it's important online. And I'm just going to go literally right back to what I was just talking about those seven figure panelists. Okay. It's important in the online space because that's going to be how you get to that level or, you know, like whether it's seven figures or six figures, whatever it ends up being, that's going to be how you get to that level of success. And that's why it's important online because you need to essentially define it for yourself, break it down for yourself and say to yourself, this is how I'm going to do it. And the only way you're going to do that is if you do that, like those actions and take those steps and you do it on repeat. So that's why it's important online because when you're online, you know, if you're, if you're putting out a million different things and people are never going to know what it is that you're going to be doing. And they're like, yes, okay. There is absolutely a point to being top of mind for something, but at the same time, it's what what you're putting out in your content, okay? So like the more consistent you are with it, the better off people are going to know you for what it is that you're talking about that you do. So why has consistently consistency become this taboo thing online? In all honesty, I think it's because people have become very burnt out over content. They have been burnt out for a while about how much content you have to produce and how many times you have to post per day. And you don't have to do that. You're not obligated to do that. I think that's what people 
really have to start to understand. You're not obligated to put out that much content. You're not. There's absolutely no person saying you have to by any standard or metric or means necessary. You have to put out X posts per day and you don't. Just plain and simply, you don't. It's based on what you are able to obtain and attain for yourself, for your business and what you can dedicate because not everybody's going to have the same kind of time to be able to dedicate to all of these different things. It's just not possible. And there are going to be things that you do have to dedicate time to, like, let's just say you're a mom and you have to dedicate time to like making your kids food or getting yourselves ready for the day. Like, yeah, those things exist, but you absolutely do not have to create content at the capacity that some people are saying. And I think it's been definitely a little twisted and misconstrued and people have definitely thrown it out of perspective. But one thing you have to understand is that you're not obliged in any way to do that. And if you want to post three times a week, you're absolutely, you can do that a hundred percent. Like you can do whatever your schedule is. And I think, like I said before, the reason why it's become taboo is because people have come to take it as if you want this success, it equals this. Okay. It equals posting three to five times a day. And that's just not true. It's just not true. If you have really good quality content and you put it up just twice a week, I'm sure it'll do the exact same amount as if you were to put up five posts in a day every day for three months. Okay. It's just your, the perspective has been absolutely misconstrued. The understanding has been absolutely misconstrued and it's been driven by this hustle culture that just like nobody aligns with it anymore. Plain and simply. Just nobody wants to do that. It's bullshit. And quite honestly, for you to say you have to do this, like if somebody were to say that, that's just not true. You don't have to do anything. It's based upon what you are willing to do. Okay? Words need to be figured out for a lot more people than just myself. But ultimately, this point about it becoming taboo, consistency becoming taboo, ultimately boils down to the fact that people are having a very hard time communicating what the actual metric is because it's not defined by any one person it's defined by yourself the metric is defined by yourself and only you know what is consistent for you only you know what you're going to be able to handle and so that's why I feel like it's become so taboo because people have made it this you need to do x y and z to get whatever result and that's just that's just plain and simply not true and so this is going to lead me into the whole like how do we create consistency now in 2024 for 2024 going forward because we don't necessarily want to have this like taboo mindset and perspective around it and um, we want to shift that and we want to start creating that consistency and creating that like muscle for ourselves in really the present moment like we don't want to necessarily wait until 2024 because you know it's the new year and then we can commit to something that we're gonna that we're not doing currently that we're gonna plan on doing going forward and so like really the the first thing is that it starts right now like the first thing for you to recognize and to institute is that right now is the moment when you create consistency for yourself, your business, your life, whatever it looks like going forward. And committing to that is 
ultimately going to be what is going to help you create even more consistency, not just in 2024, but going forward for maybe even a significant portion, if not the remainder of your life. And it starts with the decision. Okay. There's the whole like thoughts lead to your belief, your thoughts lead to your beliefs, your beliefs lead to your actions and your actions lead to your reality, right? There's that whole ideology and that thought of deciding that you are going to be consistent. That decision is a thought that leads to a belief that you are a consistent person and you take consistent action and you put out consistent content and like it becomes your identity. And that's ultimately like the starting point. It has to start at your identity. Otherwise, it's never going to change. So number one, decide that you're a consistent person. Decide that you're going to be consistent from this point forward. And then watch how your actions also start to line up with that. So that's number one, that decision that you are going to be consistent going forward. Number two is like taking other actions and habits to support that. So for example, I had this idea the other day. I was like, oh, you know, when I was back in school, whether it was, you know, like high school or elementary school, grade school, middle school, or even college, I was always really good about being consistent with my work. I was a consistent, like I was a 3.3 student, like consistently 3.3 in high school, in college, I was like very consistent with my grades. And I thought to myself the other day, I was like, you know, what, what's the biggest difference between what I was doing then and what I'm doing now? And one of the biggest differences is that I had a planner and I would write down all of the like homework assignments and exams and like all of my vacations, I'd write and I'd capture all of that information in my planner. And I haven't really used a planner in a very long time. And it's not because I don't want to use a planner, but like, I feel like my life is so monotonous on certain days that it's like, well, what do I need a planner for? I know that I'm doing the same thing all the time. And that's just, again, not true. So coming up with ways to support yourself in this consistency, get yourself a planner. You know, maybe it's finding yourself a journal. Maybe it's, um, you know, support, like creating a habit, like working out to support whatever it is that you're looking to do consistently. And it starts with the, like, I don't want to call it a trigger, but like the cue it's the cue. If you leave your planner out on your nightstand or if you put your planner in your purse, like there's a difference. You see the planner on your nightstand versus in your purse, it, you don't see it, right? So you are cueing your brain that, hey, this is important. You should pay attention to this or, you know, it's not important. You can't see it. You're not going to be able to remember any of this. So like how you cue yourself, how you incorporate that into your day, it's going to affect your consistency. And I know myself, and I know that there are some people who are very, very against this, but I know that it helps me tremendously to have a to-do list because then it's so cathartic when I cross things off of my list. And 
that is another habit that could support you in consistency. Like, are you consistently crossing things off the list? Are you consistently getting things done? A lot of the time when it comes down to what's going on in an online business is because you're not doing anything. You're not releasing new content. You're not talking to anybody. Like things aren't going anywhere. It's slow as molasses. And the idea is that money loves momentum. You got to get yourself able to do something and to stir some zhuzh into the, into the sauce, you know? So the, the whole whole idea here is to get yourself moving and going into momentum with habits that support that. And then as what you're going to notice is as you build the momentum and you sustain the momentum, it continues and it can continue at a certain point without you. And that's the idea. That's what you want to be ultimately getting to eventually. It might not happen in 2024. Maybe it will. I don't know. But what I do know is that when you get to the point of that consistent systems and automations and other team members helping you out and doing those tasks and those responsibilities, that is when you are going to see that freedom truly open up for yourself. Time freedom, money freedom, location freedom. That point when it's systematized and it's consistent and it can basically run itself is when you're going to see things start to just take off. So With all of that in mind, I want to wrap up today's episode. I want to thank you for tuning in. I want to thank you for listening. I want to thank you for continuing to listen. I want to thank you for any and every podcast review that I have received. And um, if you have not yet left a review, I would always, always, always encourage you to take the two minutes and leave a review because that does help rate the podcasts in the um, like Spotify, Apple, whatever platform it is that you're listening on. So I want to thank you again for tuning in and I will talk to you next week.